Hey y'all, welcome back to the Bruise Not Broken podcast. It's your host Destiny and y'all, it's season three. It's season three. I'm so corny, but I'm so happy at the same time. Guys, so if you didn't know, on January 14th, my podcast, Bruise Not Broken, turned one. Yes, what started off as something so small turned into something bigger than what I ever could have imagined. Like, it's just, this is just um, a prime example as to how God uses people, you know? The podcast started off as just me being able to just vent what God had placed on my heart. And then about this, probably like three weeks later after I published my first episode, people really, you know, started commenting and tagging me and just saying how my words, you know, touched their hearts. And it surprised me because I never thought myself to be a motivational speaker nor an inspirational one at that. You know, I didn't know that, you know, my testimony or my words, you know, were taken that deep or were engraved that deep into the hearts of people who listen to it. And so I just want to stop and give God praise for just instilling me and giving me the ability to do this podcast, for just pushing me and giving me the courage to just step outside of my comfort zone because I have been procrastinating for about six months about starting the podcast. Um, It came to my mind, I want to say December December 2019, it came to my mind that I wanted to, you know, start a podcast, but I kept pushing it back because I didn't think that I was fit for this title. I didn't think that I was fit to be, you know, the person behind the mic. But see, the position doesn't qualify you. God qualifies you. And to see what it has turned into today is just amazing. And I just want to give God the praise and just worship his holy name for just doing the things that he is doing in my life. But guys, it's season three. And as you know, um, last episode in season two, I told you guys that, you know, I was in the middle of a transition. And just to give you guys a quick little update about my life, um, I did start my new job. Um, and just to give like a small little testimony. So my first week was mainly like virtual training. Um, my second week I was on site, meaning, you know, I was, you know, at my job physically. And, um, that second week, that Monday I started, um, I just kind of psyched myself out, you know. I thought to myself, it was like 5 in the morning, I got up, and I had to be at work by 8. So I usually would get up around 6 or something to, like, you know, get started with my day. Um, but I woke up that morning around 5 o'clock, and I just could not go back to sleep. All the thoughts in my mind were just, like, lies. Lies that the devil was trying to push as true in my mind. Basically, it was that, I wasn't fit for the job, you know, it wasn't for me, me jumping out here and, you know, stepping outside of my comfort zone was the wrong move, me moving um, out of state was the wrong move, me, you know, just being out here on my own, it was just like the wrong move, and it just kept, it was like I kept getting error after error after error, I kept getting lie after lie after lie saying that I could not do this, but then when you're grounded in God, you have the gift of discernment. And with that gift, you know what, you know, what God has for you. And you know when, you know, when it's the devil and when it's God. And I knew that God wouldn't put me in a place where I wasn't fit to be. God wouldn't position me in this, you know, in this, in this place right now if he didn't see me fit for the job. 
And that was the devil trying to scare me away from the opportunity that God has so willingly blessed me with. And I've been waiting on this opportunity for over a year now. And for those lies to just come at me all at once, I knew it was a devil. I knew he was trying to scare me back into my comfort zone. But I stood grounded in God and I stood in my faith and I prayed like crazy that day. I prayed like crazy before I went to work. I said, I'm going to have a good week. I'm going to get through this training process. Everything is going to go smoothly because I got God behind me. God is pushing me. God is with me every step of the way. And can't nobody take him away from me. Can't nobody take that confidence away from me. And I promise you guys, once I said that prayer, my day started getting better. Like, I was really scared, guys. I was really scared because it's like this is the first time I'm really out on my own doing my own thing, you know. And when you're so used to being around people, it can be scary, you know, being on your own for the first time. And it can be a little lonely. And it's like you're stuck with your thoughts, you know. Especially at nighttime, you're you're just stuck with your thoughts. And when you're stuck with your thoughts, you know, you can be... Um, putting a place to overthink and overthinking just leads to worry and anxiety and those are not traits um, of you know those are not tools of God God does not you know partner with worry or anxiety he tells us he tells us to not be anxious but to you know pray in every situation through every situation good or bad So when I started to see myself build up that anxiety, when I started to see myself, you know, build up all these worries inside of my mind, I knew that that was the devil trying to get me off of my throne. I knew that he was trying to knock the crown off of my head. He was trying to have me operate in misplaced fear. And misplaced fear is basically fear in the wrong thing. Now, um, in an episode earlier, I know I talked about, you know, our fear of God, you know, our fear in God, which is basically reverence of God, I'm fearful what my life will be without you because I see how abundantly I am living right now with you. I am scared of what is going to be without you because I know that I cannot get through this world without your blessing, without your covering, without your protection, without your grace and love, you know? And so um, being in this transition, I realized that I was operating from a place um, of misplaced fear. And I had to realign myself and um, basically rebuke that fear from my life because there's different kinds of fear. It's good fear and it's bad fear. And the main thing that was really eating me alive was the bad fear that, you know, I could not do this, that I will be lonely, that I don't have nobody beside me, that, you know, when I come home, I'm coming home to myself, you know, things like that, you know, and it really eats up the mental if you allow it to. That's why we have to take captive our thoughts because if we dwell on something for a a good period of time, it starts to dictate our actions and it starts to appear in the physical. You know, our bodies will start to express what we feel. We will start to feel sick. We will start to feel stressed. We will start to feel exhausted, tired, you know, and The place I am in right now, I don't have time to be tired. I don't have time to be exhausted. I got things that I'm trying to do, goals I'm trying to achieve, things I'm trying to reach that I need to stand firm in who God called me to be because there is always going to be a pushback. But you got to know that when that pushback come, you going to push back harder because you got the Almighty on your side. You are standing in the shadow of the Almighty. Who? Now, that's my little spiel on, you know, my transition and how I am, you know, going into the new year. Um, And guys, just another praise break. The prayers that I had um, prayed in in the beginning of the year, God has already answered. It's crazy, right? 
God is already in the works. Like, I pray, you know, I submitted names in prayer, and I see God working that thing out in the lives of my family and friends, and I just got to give God praise for that because he is working rapidly, and it's only January, guys. It is only January. The month is almost over, but God is working at a pace that is just amazing, you know? It's like I just put that thing up in the air, and the blessings are just falling down. What does the song say? When praises go up, blessings come down. And I'm just so thankful that I serve a God who, you know, extends that love and shows me how prayer really works. And prayer is a powerful tool. And that should not be our last resort, but our first weapon and our first resource. Um, So with that being said, guys, um, I want to just a little quick announcement. And then after this announcement, I promise we can get straight to the the nitty gritty. but I know with my episodes, I've been uploading them every Monday, um, you know, weekly every Monday. However, with this season, I'm not too sure as to when I'm going to upload them. I don't have a set day just yet, but just bear with me as we are going through this because I am too going through a change. So I promise I will get the episodes out there. It may not be every week. It may be every other week, but just know I will get a word to you guys. Okay. Um. So. With that being said, let's hop to Ephesians 3. We're going to be reading out of the book of Ephesians chapter 3. If you got it, that's wonderful. If you don't have it just yet, that is also okay. Um, I'm going to read it to you guys anyway. So I'm going to be reading from Ephesians chapter 3 verse 8. And then we're going to jump from verse 8 to verse 13. There's some things I want you guys to get. So... Ephesians chapter 3 verse 8 and it says although I am less than the least of all the Lord's people this grace was given me to preach to the Gentiles the boundless riches of Christ and I want to stop right there this is coming from Paul Paul is saying although I am the less I am sorry he is saying although I am the least of all the Lord's people Basically, he's saying that he was the crab at the bottom of the barrel that everybody was trampling over top of. Basically, he was saying that he was the farthest from God, but God still was able to reach him. (laughs) I don't know who this is for, but you are not too far out of God's reach. God still loves you. You may not think yourself to be a children of God, but God's arms are open wide up for you to, to run into. Okay, you may have been a stripper. Yes, I'm going there. You may, you know, have did some things you were not proud of. You may have robbed somebody. You may have murdered somebody. Yes, I'm going deep into it. Listen, I am not holding back this season. I'm letting you guys have it, okay? Like, we're getting to the nitty-gritty. I said nitty-gritty. Look at me. Nitty-gritty, and we are going to get cutthroat, okay? So, yes, you may have done some things that you aren't proud of. You may have done, done some things that may have stained you. But let me tell you something. God can still wash you clean. God can still wash your feet. I don't know who this is for. God is saying, come on home. Come home. He's ready. He's waiting. And he's been waiting on you for some time now. If Paul can do it, if he can turn that thing around for for Paul, he can turn that thing around for you. Let's, Let's go a little bit deeper. So, like I said, Paul thought of himself to be the farthest from God, but the Lord still gave him grace. 
God is not a man, okay? God does not act the way that we would act. Just because we wrong God doesn't mean that God is going to um, wrong us. You know what I'm saying? God does not do tit for tat. He he doesn't he doesn't belittle himself or you know lower him his, his himself to our standards. You know what I'm saying? That's why I love God because God is sovereign. <laughs> you know and. His ways are greater than our ways and his thoughts are greater than our thoughts. The way that he would have us go out, go about a situation is not how we would go about it on our own. And that is why I love who God is because he makes us to walk in the path of righteousness. He aligns us with the blessed. He aligns us with grace and with faithfulness. You listen right now. God has already extended grace to you. God has already forgiven you. God has already washed the stain off of your life. That stain doesn't define you. Listen, your actions, your circumstances, the things you've done, the mistakes you've made, the choices you've made, they don't define you, okay? Your identity is found in Christ. Stop letting people and stop letting the world define you. That's not who God created you to be. If you really want to know who you are, if you really want to know the definition of your character, I I advise you to go to the God of character. I advise you to go to the God of knowledge. I advise you to go back to basics and go to your creator. Yes, go back to the Lord. Because he has everything laid out there for you. Sometimes we run these circles over and over and over again because we are trying to do it without God. Because we are trying to get answers and seek them out for ourselves instead of seeking after God with our whole heart. Mm, it's getting good, y'all. And I ain't even I ain't even touched the surface yet. So God extended Paul grace so that he may get a message to the Gentiles. Who were the Gentiles? Who were the Gentiles? So the Gentiles were people who were not Jewish. So th- basically they were outsiders. But through Christ, outsiders were still made access or were still given access to God. Through Christ, every nation that was separ- separate from the Hebrews were given an inheritance if they were to believe in Jesus. So God's grace pushed Paul to preach a message to the outsiders. God used a Jewish man to preach to non-Jewish people. Oh, come on, somebody. I don't know who this is for. Listen, you may not have that nation, that um, the tongue of that nation. You may not know how to speak that language. But let me tell you something. When you allow God to use you, God will work that thing out for you. The presence of God will fill you up to the point you will start doing things that you didn't even know could be done by you. See, what was humanly impossible was then possible with God. I'm going to say that again. Was What was humanly impossible was then possible with God. So let me just back that up real quick. God used a Jewish man to speak to non-Jewish people. He was to preach a message about the boundless riches of Christ. The boundless riches of Christ. What does that mean to you? What I got from that is basically how the abundance of Christ is limitless. There is no favorites. There isn't, this isn't just towards one nation, but this is to all of God's people. This is to all the nations who choose to believe in Jesus. That if you believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior Lord, then you too can find refuge in the comfort of 
of his grace and the comfort of his love and the comfort of his abundance. You know, this isn't just towards one person. This isn't just just towards one nation. This is for everybody who chooses to listen. This is for everybody who chooses to hear the word of God that God is speaking through the prophet Paul. And I, and I have to also make this known. Okay. Paul probably had no idea that God was going to use him to do this. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Paul did not have an idea that God was going to use his experience as a mission. Your experience, the experience that you have, you know, accumulated up till now is going to be used in the mission God is about to place you on. So you may think that you are unqualified, but no, you have the experience. <laughs> you may think you aren't fit for that job, but no, you have the experience. You are already fit for this. You already know how to manage. You already know how to write that book. You already know how to build that plan. You already know how to start that fund. You know it. You know how to write that grant. Yeah, it may not have been something you ever done before, but you already touched on the brink of that success already without you even knowing it. God has already prepared you in another time and you didn't even know nothing about it. Oh, let me, let me keep going. y'all. Let me keep going. Let's jump down to Ephesians um, chapter three, verse 13. And it reads, it says, I ask you, therefore, not to be discouraged because of my sufferings for you, which are your glory. I'm going to read it again. I ask you, therefore, not to be discouraged because of my sufferings for you, which are your glory. Now, when I'm reading a scripture, I pay attention to every word. I, I look at the placement at, of, you know, which word is placed beside which word and why. It may seem weird, but it's like you have to do a deep dive, you know? And so... I, I, the first question that came to my mind was, why is suffering and glory in the same sentence? Why is suffering and glory in the same sentence? Well, let's, let's just pick it apart. Y'all know I love to, to annotate. So suffer means to be afflicted by something. Okay. And here I feel like Paul is telling us that through suffering comes glory because there is growth and affliction. And when there is room for growth, there is room to be more like God. And when we are being more like God, we are honoring God with our image. We are honoring God with our actions because we are walking in the way of the righteous, not in the way of the flesh, but in the way of the spirit, Holy Spirit. Now, glory, on the other hand, it means praise, honor, or worship. And it may seem, you know, it may seem backwards to give praise in times of suffering. But what I get from this is Paul is basically worshiping in the midst of his suffering. He is saying, look, I came as an example for you that suffering won't last long. God's glory will shine on you. I don't know who that message was for. Listen, don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. You may be feeling like you may you may be going through a suffering right now. You may be fighting a battle right now that nobody knows about. But understand that battle is already won. God's glory is already on you. Give him praise. Worship him. The characters in the Bible aren't meant to be overlooked. The the things that they are going through, we are currently living in those same times. 
you know, yeah, it may have been a thousand and thousands of years ago, but the things are still relevant. We are still going through the same struggles. We are still going through the same mistakes, going through the same temptations and, and, and tribulations. We are still going through this. And Paul, I know many people felt like Paul. Many people feel like they are far away from God. Many people feel ashamed of their self. Many people feel ashamed of their actions, that they have did this and, and it stained their life. But Paul came as an example. He came as proof that God is God. And he is able to turn you around. He is able to renew you. He is able to wash you clean. He is able to purify you and reform you with his word. He is able to shape you into something that you never thought you could be shaped into just by speaking life into you. That is how powerful God is. That is how powerful God's words is. When you speak that thing, it automatically activates. So I, I charge you today to start activating the word inside of yourself. Because if you don't activate that thing inside of you, the devil is going to try to deactivate it. The devil is going to try to take it away before you can even activate it. Okay? Don't let him get that. Don't let him get that. Because if you let him get that, then you willingly give that away. Because remember, the gift that God gives is not given the same way as the gift the world gives, okay? And it cannot be taken by the world because it wasn't given by the world, so they can't take it, all right? I hope you guys caught that. So, guys, at the end of the day, what I want you guys to understand is it is a new year, you know, and some of you guys may be, you know, walking into new things, walking into um, new territories, and I know that it can be scary at first, um, and it can be a little uneasy, but sometimes we got to get a little queasy in order for us to get to success. Sometimes we got to step outside of our comfort zone in order for us to really understand what God is trying to do in our lives. You may not see it now, but understand later on you will understand why God has did that thing for you. You may not know why God is working in the way he is working at right now, but sooner than later you will see why God did what he did. Because everything that God does is with reason and for reason. Don't ever take that for granted. So this wraps up today's episode. I hope you guys, you know, really enjoyed this episode. I'm just so happy to be back in action and talking with you guys. Again, this is season three. Um, follow me on Instagram if you haven't already. But most importantly, I want you guys to know that God loves you. And he is waiting for you with open arms. He is right there in the midst of all of your struggles with open arms. So just run to him. You were meant for that job. You were meant for that business. You were meant to write that book. You were meant to start that thing. Go do it, okay? God made you for a reason, and this is the reason for the season, okay? So you guys have a blessed rest of your day. I love you guys, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode.